0: Joining us now is Coach Rodney Webb, formerly the head coach of Denton Geyer, now the new athletic director at Highland Park for the taking over for the Scots. Coach, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll say you go to Denton Geyer, very successful, have have a, a great staff along with you, and then you sit back and say... Yeah, I, I think I want to be an athletic director, and you get an opportunity at, at Highland Park. How did this all come about, Rodney?
1: Well, let me say, first of all, you know, I'm and, and, and to add to all that, I'm walking away from a, a, another potential uh, deep playoff run, if not, uh, you know, another state championship game appearance. So uh, it was a difficult decision. Um, you know, it came about when Johnny Ringo, who's been sort of a legendary athletic director over there, um announced his retirement back in January and uh, uh you know and, and and everybody knew that job has been open and uh you know the, the folks at Highland Park sort of reached out and engaged my interest and I didn't really know if it was something that that I'd want to do or not went over there and visited with him. really it, all this came about in the in the past 6 days went over there and visited with them uh realized what a unique opportunity it was uh obviously the timing not great because you know uh, I did not imagine in a million years that I would not be coaching this guy or team this year, um, but uh, felt like it was just an, an awesome opportunity, a unique opportunity uh, to sort of move into the next phase of my career. And, I, you know, I'm still going to have an opportunity to impact kids, not necessarily on the football field, but but in all the sports. So I'm excited about this new adventure.
2: And with your with your reputation uh, as an excellent head coach, a great person in general, and all that you've done with the Texas high school football Coaches Association, will you have any input on your successor at guy or is that one of those things where you're just out of it? Don't worry about it.
1: Well, I you know, I care a great deal about that program. I care about the kids. I care about the, you know, the coaches on the staff there. And so you know, I want to be a resource. And that's what I've told the people in Denton is that, you know, allow me to be a resource. I don't want to get in the way. Um, you know, I don't really have a dog in the fight, so to speak, but um, uh, I'm, I'm happy to give them any feedback they need about the, you know, the uh, suggestions on the direction of the program. So, you know, I do feel like it's uh, it's a little bit late uh, for, for me to be leaving. Uh, it left them in a little bit of a pinch. So I would expect, uh, you know, the new coach to be named fairly soon. I think they've already got it posted. And, and I would imagine within the next two weeks, they're going to have somebody in place. Coach, you talk about the, uh, the unique opportunities at Highland Park. W- what makes Highland Park a unique situation? Well, you know, I think there are a lot of things. Uh, It's a single school town. Um, Not that many of those, especially in an an urban area like Dallas. Um, You look at their track record of success in all sports. You know, you look at the UIL Lone Star Cup, and they are at or near the top of that every single year. Uh, They're routinely making trips to regional and state tournaments uh, in in a variety of different sports there. Uh, A huge uh, traditional school, uh, all kinds of, of unique traditions there, and uh, I'm just excited about getting a chance to, to kind of ride the coattails of some of that success and be a part of it.
0: Coach, one thing that's changed in in high school sports and in college sports is the transfer portal and giving athletes an opportunity to go from one place to another. Has it become more difficult to be that mentor, that, that guy that the player comes to and, and talks to their head coach about where they want to go because of it's no longer a, you know, a huge decision. I mean, it is, but it's not because you do have a safety net underneath you, whereas you didn't before. H- have you seen the recruiting game change that much from the high school perspective?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think it's changed a lot. I think it, it you know, the, the dynamic on the part of the student athlete has changed and their decision-making process. But the way recruiting works now has changed as well. It's changed a lot. It, you know, I think it, you, what you have is you've got the perfect storm of you've got the transfer portal. And I think that we could have navigated that in and of itself. And then you've got NIL. And I think that we could have navigated that in and of itself. But the combination of the transfer portal and the NIL coming into play at virtually the same time uh, has really kind of turned recruiting on its head. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, it's it's just a different landscape. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not really sure that anybody knows what is the best, most sage advice that we can give to our kids at this point in time. And I used to be big on telling kids, when you commit somewhere, that means something. You know, that that's an engagement. And um, and and your word is your word. Um, but but now it's gotten, we're, we're at a point right now that you say that, you say I'm committed, and then a school brings in three kids out of the portal at your position. And uh, it, it's not always in your best interest to to keep that commitment. So um, w- the NCAA says they're doing all these things in the name of what's best for student-athletes. And I would say that it's not necessarily what's best for student-athletes. It's it's giving them the opportunity to walk away from adversity, uh, and which is one of the most important lessons they learned through this whole experience.
2: And kind of sticking with the, the recruiting, we hear a lot about – Coaches and programs who embody the straight line recruiting philosophy, where the coaches are dealing directly with you know guys like you who are at the head of a program. At Geyer. could you talk about the importance of straight line recruiting and who are some of the schools or programs that do uh, the better job of it, in your opinion?
1: Well, the the whole term of straight line recruiting is simply the college recruiter going through the high school coach uh, making the high school coach a a part of the, of the contact process, you know, the high school coach, we're not getting paid. uh, We're getting paid a salary to coach a team, but we're not getting paid to get a kid recruited. And, and we're doing it um, as a, as, as part of our job description. And, and uh, we know the kids better than anybody else. We know the kids better than any trainer, uh, any guy with a bag of cones and a speed ladder on Saturday afternoon at the park, and um, the, that whole uh, idea just was was born from the THSCA, just to say, don't take the head coach out of the out of the process, especially here in Texas. Um, and I would say, for the most part, all of the Texas schools do a good job of straight line recruiting because, you know, they don't necessarily want to be blackballed by any school. They don't they don't want to develop a bad reputation. The problem with state, straight line recruiting right now is some of the out of state schools, some of the some of the, the uh, uh, Power Five schools, uh, not and, and even Group of Five schools, um, across the country, that they're far enough away geographically that if they come in and do it the wrong way and they end up uh, killing a relationship with a particular high school, it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt them as bad uh, from a PR standpoint. Coach, uh, talk a little bit about some of the challenges. You, you know, you talk about the success of Highland Park and, and the unique situation that it is. As you reviewed that position and, and made the determination that you were going to make the move, what were what did you look at as some of the challenges in that position? Well, I would say to start with, you know, there is there is a a lot of pressure for success there. I mean, they they are their expectations are high as they should be, and I would never want to be somewhere where the expectations aren't high. But at the same time, that comes with a responsibility that that, you know, your programs have got to be in good shape and they've got to be functioning at full capacity. So I think from that standpoint, you know, that's a challenge there to maintain uh, or improve the level of success they've had. Uh, And then I think, you know, there's some unique things about Highland Park that that oftentimes they're a large 5A, uh, but some realignments. They've been a really small 6A, which is where we're at right now, uh, one of the smallest 6A schools in the state. Uh, they're in a in a location where the, they're always the school that's sort of getting placed in a different district with the UIL, so they don't have a a consistent uh, district that they that they play in. They always just sort of get moved east, they get moved south, they get moved west, and uh, this particular alignment uh, in with the Richardson and Irving schools, and then with Jesuit. And so, um, you know, I think from that standpoint, it's hard to develop traditional rivalries at a place like that. And then the third thing I would say is uh, there there may not be another district in the state uh, that has been crippled more by the Robin Hood uh, bill than, than Highland Park. I think it's something like 60 percent of the money uh, that comes in they have to give back uh, to the state. So um, even, uh, you know, uh, an affluent area like Highland Park, uh, has a very, very difficult time funding things. So money is tight over there and you've got to be very uh money conscious when when uh you know anytime you have an
0: opportunity. Coach, you get reunited with uh one Grayson Wells. How does that feel?
1: <laughs> that feels really good. I, I I I text Grayson when I when I got the job, I text him, I told him order number one is I'm gonna fire you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Grayson is a dear friend, and honestly, it's one of the things that I'm most excited about being over there. Uh, obviously, we we played together at Tarleton State way back in the day, and uh, I, I would like to add, by the way, that I beat him out. When I say we played together, you know, <laughs> I got down there and beat him out, and he was my backup. So I won't let him forget about that. But uh, you know, Grayson's had a great career. He has been Coach Allen's right hand man all the way back to his days at Adeline Cooper, and it's just uh, you know he's been one of the real driving forces behind the success of, of Highland Park football over the years and, and uh, really excited uh, to get to spend more time with Grayson.
2: What's one moment that stands out for you playing for the one and only Ward Whites over here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, a lot of those uh, Tarleton times, what would stand out to me were more more the off-the-field things than the on-the-field
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> Coach- New Athletic director, uh, great, uh, at Highland Park high school, Rodney Webb. Hey coach, we're so proud of everything that you've been able to do and, and all, all the things you've been able to do with the Texas high school coaches association. Best of luck to you. We're there with the Scots.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on.